I think there's Pelican on the other side. All right, everybody. We are back at Ridgefield Wildlife Refuge in Ridgefield, Washington for the third time this week, and I'm not mad about it. Um, today I am recording my very first episode for Always Be Burning. Um, I guess this episode um, is going to be more of like an introductory introduction of me, my background, why I wanted to start this podcast, um, what I'm like kind of looking forward to as I go through um, continuing to put out episodes and stuff like that. So yeah, and we're also going to do some birding today. Duh. <laughs> uh, I have my dog here with me, Pippa. Um, you may or may not be able to hear her panting because apparently she's hot right now and I don't know why because it's very gloomy out. So, you know, get over yourself, girl. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, um, my name is Sam. Um, I am your host of Always Be Burden. And, um, a little bit about me. Um, so I have been birding more or less seriously for maybe two years now when I started birding three years ago. Um, if you would have asked me f- even five years ago, would I be like out here with binoculars looking for birds? No, I would have been like, no. <laughs> um, my dreams and my goals were absolutely different. Um, I, when I was younger, I definitely knew I wanted to work with animals, be around animals. It's my jam. It's my whole thing. I vibe with them. They vibe with me. Um, but I also really thought that I was going to work with dogs. Um, and I had like a dream of opening my own dog um, rescue on land, like acreage and doing all this stuff with that. And that dream really, um, maybe I should turn that off. Um, that dream kind of went away. I spent um, almost a decade working in the shelter industry, and I call it an industry for a reason, um, because of the way that it functions. Um, but anyway, that's a different that's a different podcast. Um, but and it just isn't for me. Um, it's 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 heartbreaking on a totally different level, and it absolutely has everything to do with people. So the heartbreak has everything to do with people. People break my heart. I can't, I can't even deal with it. So, um, yeah. And then I moved out here to Oregon. I've been in Portland, Oregon for six years now. Um, and I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and so I moved out here, fell in love with nature. Well, I've always loved nature, but the nature out here is not like the nature in Cleveland, Ohio. And so it's been, um, absolutely like a wild ride for me in terms of like, what it means to be outdoors and what it means to be outdoors and be black. Let's get that to that part later. But anyway, um, and I started working for a, um, organization who shall remain nameless for now. And there I was doing wildlife rehabilitation, something I was doing in Ohio as well. Um, this organization was very bird heavy. And so I, you know, naturally started birding because that's, uh, all my most of my coworkers did that and they knew a lot about it and we went out one day and I was like whoa this shit is bananas like I like this like this is something that I 
didn't know that I needed in my life and something that I didn't know that I would love so much. Um, but it brings me joy. It brings me solace to be outside and paying attention to the things that are around me, paying attention to the way that wildlife works with each other, within their environment, um, different ecosystems. When you actually pay attention to birds, you notice other things too, like herps and mammals <laughs> that I would have never... I'm still on the hunt for um, an otter, okay? Hopefully in one of these episodes in the future, I will have I will say that I have seen an otter because I will die. Um, but anyway, and it just is such a mental health r- release for me. Um, and then I decided that I was going to do a podcast because in my learnings of birding and all all of all of what comes with that I found myself in groups of old white people um and it felt bad like there's really no other like term for it it felt bad and so I couldn't enjoy it I couldn't like express myself um, there's a lot of com- like competitiveness and competition in between these white folks of like seeing a bird or calling it out, you know, no- naming the species, lifer, the whole lifer thing. Um, and just like, I always say this and it all is <laughs> just like, I've not found a better idea to, to like capture this, but it feels like Pokemon. You gotta catch them all, and if you don't, then you just aren't aren't the best. And if you have, then you're the best. And you really, and by you I mean white people, really like to push that shit out there. I have seen this, this, and that. I've been to Brazil. I've been to Panama. I've been to blah 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 blah. And I've seen this bird, this bird, this bird. And let me go into mad detail about this like blue titted tit mouse, whatever, in freaking Thailand that nobody knows about and didn't ask you for so and the one and the one really one experience that really stands out to me is when I was birding with some of my co-workers white um mad love for them this is not against them but we saw um this was at Steigerwald um which I think is also in Washington <laughs> I think I don't know anyway I'll probably go there soon we'll find out but um where we were at the lake at Steigerwald and there's a bald eagle just like booking it across the lake after a mallard. <laughs> the funniest stuff I've ever seen in my life because the mallard was like, oh, shit, 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 you know, just like <laughs> he knew he was going to die. <laughs> um, and all of us were just like, holy shit, you know, just like, you know, yelling with excitement at how awesome it was to see nature in action to see a bald eagle hunting this like like skimming the water after a mallard like that's cool and we were hushed shushed told to shut the hell up by two old white people and I'm just like how dare you try to control my excitement and my enthusiasm for nature I'm sorry and I understand, like, there, I understand there's a fine line where there needs to be respect for wildlife and, you know, seasonal respect. Like, right now, it's June, and, you know, there are, there are nests 
out there. There are there are babies out there. Like I get that. However, there's a time and like you don't you you don't shush somebody's excitement for the world. Like you cannot control that. You don't get to control that, and that's not your place. And don't assume that we don't know what we're doing or what we're talking about or have any knowledge about that fine line of like seasonal um, respect and you know what I mean like it, it, can I be excited about the damn bald eagle shit and so that that whole mentality that I've found especially you know I've only really been birding in Portland you know in the outskirts you know the coast whatever other places you know, Steens Mountains you know what I mean like Oregon and like Washington so I can't really speak for other places but I'm sure it's probably the same but like finding myself in these very white wealthy like older and I'm not knocking my I'm not knocking the elders I'm not don't don't get it twisted I'm not here knocking the elders but it is an older person thing like that's what I've noticed and I find myself like there's not a lot of people of color a b b there's not a lot of people of color specifically black people out here in nature birding and I that's a problem to me and so I created this podcast it's called always be birding for a very specific reason um that and that reason is that I believe that you can always be burdened no matter what you're doing no matter who you are no matter where you are and you don't have to fit into this stereotype of being able to have these really great binoculars, being able to travel internationally to be able to, you know, to, or even just travel like I am to Ridgefield, Washington. You could be in your backyard and have a feeder. You could be on your balcony in a, in a, in a, an apartment complex with a hummingbird feeder or downtown in Portland. And, and you can always be birding because there are always birds. It, we are insert, we have inserted ourselves into nature and nature is all around us no matter what even with all the high rises and all the buildings the nature will always adapt and figure it out and let's talk about peregrine falcons we've had to help them but they have always been able to do that and so you you're there's you can always be burdened and you should always be burdened because they're all the birds are everywhere so that's like kind of why they're that's like part one of why the the name is always be burdened the second part is my goal here with this podcast is to change the narrative of birding. Where you bird, like I've been saying, where you bird, how you bird, because you don't have to fit into this very like this very like rigid white like left hemisphere kind of way of seeing nature where you're not even paying attention to it. You're just trying you're just checking off your bird list. You don't have to do that. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have the equipment. You don't even need binoculars. Like, honestly, you really don't. You can listen for bird calls and and know the birds and never, and never see one. You know what I mean? You can be novice and, and go out there and guess and make mistakes. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, ugh, see, it stresses me out just talking about that. Like, it's just, it's silly to me. So I want to change the narrative of, of, of birding, where we bird, how we bird, and then specifically and especially underscored, emphasized, highlighted, bolded, italics, 
who is burning? I'm, I'm, I'm done with the narrative that black people and people of color cannot and do not go birding. That's this a lie. It's a lie. And we found that out a couple weeks ago with Black Birders Week, which I'll talk about, I'm sure, extensively at either this episode or some other episode. Um, and so I'm done. I'm done. I'm just done with that. Like, that's just, it's just not, it's not true. It's a myth. We out here. Y'all just don't want us out here, but we finna be out here. All right. Let's take a break and go burning. Okay, we're burning with the homies today, and I'm with Lacey. That's you. Hi, hi, hello. Um, and we'll see. We're at Ridgefield. Yay! You ever see swifts out here? Um, you know, if I have, they look like the swallows. So oh. I, I don't. Really I can pay always attention hear, to the swallows. I can always here. hear them. Oh. I'll always hear the swifts before I necessarily see them. They're always a lot higher up. Uh-huh. They and they have a different flight pattern, but like I don't know. They look like they're having seizures. <laughs> That's how I always think of it. They're like kind of gliding around, and, and they're, they're like. like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny. Ever. <sighs> I got to see the babies uh, Swiss at Chimney. They had a, a bucket full of them. I love them so much. And there's another Hummer on that that stick part next to the to the left of where oh, we are uh-huh. looking. Yeah, yeah. Is that a hum hum? No, oh, that's, that's a swallow. A, yeah. Yeah, I think those are brewers. They sound like brewers. Okay. There's a kid out there. I just know like baby calls. Well, that's great because I don't. <laughs> like the baby at all. begging calls. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, sure oh, you yeah. do. I'm sure you hear them in your sleep. So. Not anymore. Uh, that's good. But yeah, I totally used to. I do miss the Swifts though. They're fun. My little babies. They're so baby fun. bears. I saw a black headed cowbird on that sign up there. Oh, one really? Time, one time when I was here. Cowbirds are fun too. They're really cute little kids. I can see why they. Are successful nest parasitizers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another flicker up there. They're like, oh, you're ginormous and cute. But and you're just super you. cute. I love it. You're just a, such a good eater. Oh, I don't understand why people hate on the cowbirds for that. I'm like, I think it's a great I think it's super adaptation. smart. And yeah, it's very smart. And you lay your egg and someone else takes care of your kid and then you go about your business. You're like, oh, bye. It's worked out. Mm-hmm. Real well. They are native, so I don't know what you're mean. Right, yeah, they've co-evolved with these species for oh, yeah. a long fine. time. I just think they're super smart and nobody else has figured it out yet. Exactly. Um, but yeah, nobody like will call out like the four letters. <laughs> what are those called? What's that called? The AOU codes? Yeah, and I love it. Moto. 
Belty Kingfisher is Becky for me. You know? I know. <laughs> I just love Legos. Lego. Amgo. Jihau. Chickadee dee dee. I heard chickadee. Oh my god. Somebody's freaking fly catching right now. Who's that? What are you? Oh, is that a Phoebe? Ooh, I think it's a Phoebe. Oh, cute. Um, um, look. Oh my gosh. They're so cool. I've never seen them do a, I think it's a, what is that called? It's not a black Phoebe. Dude, Merlin is the worst app. <laughs> it's not a black Phoebe. It's look too at light. Uh, it's spaz. It's spazzing. Um, what are the other ones? There's like a black Phoebe. God, I don't remember. Phoebe bird. Ooh. Hold on one second. I think I have like a birding book in my in my uh, back. Hold on. Oh no, a says Phoebe. Oh, this is what it was. Eastern Phoebe. No, that's no. not right. All about birds. Tell me the other ones. It's not a fly catcher. Yeah, I mean, I thought... A wood peewee. I thought it was like a dusky fly catcher, but... Oh. I mean, I think what I saw earlier was a dusky fly catcher, but I could be totally off base there. I wonder if it was an east... Well, we wouldn't see an eastern wood peewee out here, would we? No, but they have a western wood peewee. Why are they giving me all the eastern birds? I don't know. Western... It's because your phone number. <laughs> Call me a state farm. I can't put this bird up. Leave me alone! <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm gonna put down Phoebe and figure it out later. Okay, cool. I'm not just a, just a sound sparrow, no? I don't know. I don't know either! I need to get better with my. Birding is hard. Why do we do it? I don't know, okay. I like watching them fly around. Would a pee, pee-wee. Birding is hard. And that's why I never even took the time to figure out if that was a Phoebe, a black Phoebe, a says Phoebe, a, a, a whatever kind of fly catcher. Who knows? I don't know. Um, because I, it's not that I don't care. It's just that, like, it's not that serious. And if I see one again, I might try harder that time. Um, so, yeah, it it. It doesn't always need to be as hard as I think people make it out to be. So, you know, um, and that, that, that's kind of the whole point of the podcast here. So, um, I hope you enjoy the Always Be Burden podcast. Um, here's a look at things to expect in the chaotic birding that Sam does. You need animal impersonations for your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, boy! <laughs> do the, do a um, bar, barred owl. Uh. Guys, we just saw a barred owl. <laughs> Whoa! They said barn owl. Don't they scream? Like, yeah, <laughs> they're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like. <laughs> 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 
No, thank you. <laughs> Dude, there's a great horn. Star Wars oh shit! Found <laughs> 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 it. Oh, it Oh man, that scared me. Well, I was yeah, right there. Yellow. Is it speckly? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a baby rabbit. <laughs> it's a baby <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> Why were they right? Why? It was under here. You scared the shit out of it. Where is it now? It's in this tree along the first branch that comes up. Mm. Oh, I see it. Oh man. Sorry, bro. <laughs> It's got like a sweet dressing. There's a bunch of bish tits up in this tree. Bish tits? Bish tits. <laughs> bish tits. My pants are falling down. Alright guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of Always Be Burden. My name is Sam. Thank you so much again. We'll see you next time. And remember, you can always be burdened.